had a C-section and the pain is just unbearable or the pain is lingering way longer than you expected and now the pain is just so bothersome, it's slowing you down from getting anything done. You are so determined to get your body back and you can't even get a whole workout in. The pain is just too much or you're afraid to get started. I know that fear. I have a lot of friends that say that they're just afraid to get started. It is so important to manage the pain after a C-section if you want to see quick results in getting rid of your postpartum shelf. Here are the top six hacks I have for you so you can best manage your pain after having a C-section because ultimately, I just want you to return back to exercise and feel like you again. Let's go. Hey friend, welcome to the Fit Postpartum Mom Podcast where you will learn how to strengthen your body after pregnancy and finally get rid of the postpartum pooch in less time. Fitness can fit easily into your busy schedule. There's a simple way to navigate your postpartum journey, and I'm here to teach you how to do it without the chaos, overwhelm, and tears. If you are here for a little sweat, a whole lot of sleep, defined, tight, and toned muscles, and to live your life as a mom to the fullest, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Dr. Jenna, but you can call me Jenna, and I'm a physical therapist and a mom of four little girls who has cracked the code on how to strengthen your core postpartum in the easiest way possible without the stress, exhaustion, or struggle. I did it, and now I'm here to help you do the same. It's all about progress, not perfection, and I'm here to help walk you through the journey to feeling strong, confident, and energized. That energy comes from within, not your coffee. Let's roll out your yoga mat and hit the floor, girl. It's time to do this. Made to be thriving left an amazing testimonial and review on my podcast. She said, love how you keep things simple, Jenna. I totally agree with simplicity and remembering that it's all about progress, not perfection. Exactly what I love to encourage clients and others with as well when working and improving their health. It's easy to get overwhelmed and have that perfectionism mindset, but you bring a sense of calm, encouragement, and confirmation that it never is about trying to get the perfect body or perfect health. Such a great podcast for all busy moms out there looking for simple yet effective strategies for feeling their best. Thanks so much. And if you want to leave a review for the podcast, just go ahead and scroll down to the five stars at the bottom of the podcast. Click on the five stars and leave a written review. That helps my show so much and I appreciate it so much. We are talking about my top six hacks to best manage your pain after having a C-section and return to working out sooner. As a physical therapist, half my job is managing pain and offering pain management reducing techniques so that you can ultimately live your life with comfort, right? We all want to be comfortable. We don't want to be in pain. So that is half my job. And the same goes for C-section moms. It's still absolutely, it just confuses me so much that moms can have a C-section, can have a real surgery and not be prescribed physical therapy afterwards to recover from, you know, the damage that took place with their abdominal muscles. Moms are required to carry heavy babies and return to work after having a C-section. There's no downtime, right? And if you were to have an injury on the job, let's say a back uh, injury, and you had to have workers' comp to, you know, help you recover after your back injury and you needed surgery, they will be sending you to physical therapy after your back surgery. So why aren't doctors sending moms to physical therapy after having a C-section? They're in pain. They need to recover, right? That's probably what you're going through. And you're like, oh, I wish I, wish I had someone to help me. 
I wish I had some kind of therapy or someone to help me manage my pain or to figure out how to move better because I have to take care of my baby no matter what. But how do I do that? So my job today is to help you reduce your pain so you can go back to work. And I'm talking about going back to work as a mom and help take care of your baby because you can't stop working, right? You're always going to have to be there for your baby. So here's what I need you to do today. I need you to consider yourself a patient who needs medical attention and you need to get your pain down as low as possible. The sooner you can get your pain down, the faster you can participate in exercise and work out more consistently at home. If you continue to let this pain creep up, you're, you're going to have a harder time recovering and it's going to affect your day. It's going to make your day so much harder and the chances of recovery is going to be a lot slower. So I just don't want you to think like, okay, this pain's going to go away on its own and I'm just going to deal with it and I'm going to be uncomfortable and this is just the way it is. No, I want you to be proactive. I want you to get rid of your pain sooner rather than later so that you can have better results with your postpartum recovery. You can work out sooner. You can get rid of your postpartum shelf sooner. All those wonderful things. So let's get your pain down. So here are my six tips for reducing your pain and just ultimately getting rid of the pain. I want you to get rid of the pain. Let's get that done. Plus, I have a bonus tip for you at the end. Tip number one, I want you to follow the orders that your doctor gave you. So if your doctor told you to take medicines X, Y, and Z, you should be taking all three medicines and you should be doing them as prescribed on the bottle. So don't try to, you know, change up the routine, do something that the doctor didn't say to do because you just want to try different things. No, I really recommend that you do the medicine that he he or she is giving you because that's the best option. Why not do what the medical doctors are telling us to do? Because they've researched it. They know what's going to help and they get good results with it. So do what the doctor says, right? Easy enough. Tip number two, keep a calendar and track your pain and medicine intake. So what I need you to do is find a calendar that you can track all of the medicine that you're taking and the times that you're taking them. Make sure that you are writing everything down so you would keep this calendar next to your medicine bottles. And I want you to write down your pain every time you're taking your medicine. So I like to do a zero to 10 scale. 10 is extremely painful and zero is no pain. So go ahead and write down your pain and see if your pain starts to increase or decrease throughout the day. Tip number three, Look for patterns in your pain. So now, after several days of tracking your pain in the calendar, I want you to go back and see when is your pain the worst and when is your pain the best. You're gonna start to see patterns that maybe your pain is the worst at the end of the day because you're moving around too much, or maybe your pain just happens to spike in the morning. So keep an eye on your pain and see if you can find a pattern and if you can Figure out what's causing your pain to go up so high and then make some alterations in your day. All right, tip number four, be proactive and mitigate the pain before it gets severe. So this is one of my number one tips I give my patients is to keep an eye on your pain and never let it get so high. Everybody's pain tolerance is different. So if you have a pain tolerance of, you know, five or lower, that's great. But if it gets closer to six or seven, you definitely need to take your pain medicine. Don't let it get above that five threshold that you set for yourself. Everybody's different. Maybe you don't want to go above a three and 
you can't tolerate pain very well. And so anything in that four, five, six range, you're like, I can't tolerate it. I need to get my medicine. So definitely keep an eye on your pain and never let it get so high that it's harder to reduce your pain later on. So just keep it on that lower end of the threshold. Tip number five, use non-pharmacological ways of treating pain. So basically what that means is do some pain management techniques that don't include medicine. So my number one suggestion is using an ice pack. You definitely want to take advantage of ice because it really brings down the inflammation and it sort of numbs the pain. It's a temporary fix, but it's definitely one that you want to try out. My two other suggestions for you are massage and position change. I'm not going to go into massage too much here because that's a whole big topic. If you ever want to learn more about C-section scar massage, definitely let me know. DM me on Instagram and I can do a whole podcast episode on that. But if you're thinking about um, different positions that work for you, here's my suggestion. Pay attention to when you're feeling your best and what position you're in. Are you sitting? Are you lying down? Are you standing? If you're feeling awesome and you're standing, maybe that's the best time for you is to be moving and walking around. Or maybe you're just best when you're lying down. If you like to lie down, maybe you should schedule in uh, just a five-minute rest break lying down in bed for every other hour of the day. There's so many different ways that you can change your position, but the main thing is you need to be consistent and do these things regularly. Maybe you have this favorite pillow that you absolutely love and it really helps you get comfortable when you're sitting on the couch. Keep that pillow with you all the time. And my sixth tip is asking for help. We need to ask for help. You had surgery. You have a baby. It's just you need to do it. I know it's so hard to ask for help, but you really need to. Okay, so here's what I want to recommend for you when you need to ask for help. The first person probably is your husband that you're going to go to. What I would suggest for you to do is have a sit down discussion with him when your baby's already asleep, when things are calm and quiet. Just talk to him about how you're feeling and the times of the day that you really need the most help. So maybe it has to do with laundry and typically you do laundry in the morning, but you just can't carry your laundry around, ask him to help at night. If that's the one thing you need help with, say, hey, I need you to help me with the laundry at night. Can you please help me with that? It's just too much. I can't tolerate it. Or maybe it's folding the laundry and organizing the house. Maybe you have two things and you just can't move things around the house. You know, you have all this clutter everywhere and you just want to get the clutter out. Maybe you can just sit and rest when he gets home and you can help give him guidance with the organizing around the house. He's not used to doing it, but you just can't do it right now and you need his help. Ask him for help when things are calm and quiet, when the baby's not around and you guys are having a nice discussion together and it's not chaotic. Because the worst thing you wanna do is sort of break down and go at him with all these things that you need help with and then it's overwhelming and you know nothing gets done. Just ask him for one or two things at, at the beginning and then you'll see that it's gonna make a huge difference. All right, so let's recap the six hacks I have for you for managing your pain so that you can ultimately get back to working out sooner and feel more normal again. All right, number one, follow your doctor's orders when it comes to your medications. Number two, keep a calendar and track your pain and medicine intake. Number three, look for patterns in your pain. Number four, be proactive and mitigate your pain before it gets severe. Number five, Use non-pharmacological ways of treating pain. 
And number six, ask for help. If you like this episode and you feel like you learned a lot, I think you'll also love episode number eight. It's specifically for C-section mamas. And also, if you haven't tried these yet, postpartum belly wraps are probably the number one way to help reduce pain after having a C-section. So if you don't know much about postpartum belly wraps, check out episode number six and episode number 14. Okay, well, I have a bonus tip for you, like always, so I don't want to leave you hanging, but now I want to talk to you about two other things that I think you should be doing now that your pain is gone, okay? Your pain is gone, and you're about to be moving and grooving all around your house, and you are feeling amazing. Well, I want you to focus on drinking water and starting exercise safely, okay? So you're going to be moving more, which means you need to be more hydrated. So drink more water. All right, and then next, I want you to do this exercise that is the best and safest exercise to start with after having a C-section. And I want you to go ahead and head on over to my site where I give access to my 45-minute free training, and you can learn the number one exercise to start with after having a baby and after having a C-section. Just head on over to livecorestrong.com slash class, and you'll get access to my 45-minute training where I teach you how to get started with this exercise. And you know what? It's only two minutes a day. It's so easy and it's safe and it's going to make a huge difference in your stomach. That C-section shelf is going to shrink up real fast. So head on over there, check it out. And I'd love for you to leave a review when you're done. All right. Have a great rest of your day and remember to live core strong. Did you learn something amazing today and feel like your mama friends would learn a lot too? You can have a huge impact on their lives and the lives of so many other moms by subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts so the fit postpartum mom message can spread all over the world. New moms don't need to struggle anymore. The answers are all right here waiting for them. So take 30 seconds to share it. Take a screenshot of this podcast, tag me on Instagram, and post it in your stories. But before you go, please head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave a five-star written review so you can help grow the Strong Mom community. I'd love to have you and your mom friends there with me. And as a thank you for being here all the way to the end, I have something special for you. I'm giving you free access to my training on how to safely start postpartum ab exercises in less than two minutes a day. Watch right now at www.livecorestrong.com class. I can't wait to see you next time on the Fit Postpartum Mom Podcast.